Okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. And this morning, we formally begin our new Sefer for the Nuzman, Derech Hashem. Last week, we had um, an introduction to the introduction. Now it's time to see the introduction. The Ramchal begins his Sefer with a Hakdama, with an introduction, like he begins many of his farm with a Hakdama. And um, generally, the Hakdama, the introduction, when the author, especially the Ramchal, writes a Hakdama, the introduction is like the giveaway as to what the Sefer is all about. Why is he writing the Sefer? Dagdom is something that we have to pay close attention to. It's something that has to be, uh, you know, uh, not, not, not rushed through. But, you know, again, we do want to get to the, 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 the uh, Sefer itself. Obviously, we're, we're all itching. We're all itching to, to crack open Derech Hashem. Um, so much so that, uh, that uh, I heard that Lakewood is mamish sold out of the Sefer. Everyone has <coughs> just bought it out. Baruch Hashem. We are itching to start the Sefer properly, but uh, at the same time, we do have to see the Hakdama with the understanding that the, the author, the Mechaber and the, Ram, the, the Ramchal, does do this. Um, in the Hakdama, in the introduction, we find what the nature of the Sefer is really all about, the, as we would say, the Avekshtel, the established, the, the established fu- fundamentals, the principle and the objective, maybe, is the right word. The objective of the Sefer. Okay, that's on the one hand. The other hand, the Hakdama of, of uh, Der Hashem, the introduction of the Ramchal writes to Der Hashem, <coughs> has a little bit of infamy. It is not an easy introduction, especially um, if you're learning it all in Hebrew. I don't know if the Russian translation makes it any easier, but it is not an easy introduction to learn. It's not like the, his Hakdama to Mitzvah Sharm is very sweet, and very melodious, very user-friendly, very easy to just, you know, kind of glide right through. The Hakdama to Der Hashem is a little bit more technical, a lot more technical, actually. And that's kind of a reflection of the Sefer itself. Der Hashem is written, happens to be, in, more, more, in a more technical fashion than Mesir Hashem. Mesir Hashem is written in a very um, uh, immediate, accessible, almost poetic form. Um, Derech Hashem, we'll see as we go through Derech Hashem, the, the prose that he, he takes is more technical. Um, the construction of the thoughts and the ideas are, are uh, stylistically different. A little, he's a little bit more terse in the Sefer. And the introduction, by extension, also is, 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 is more technical, more terse, a little bit more... more uh, the jargon that he uses is... is um, less flowery and and more functional. So that being said, we're going to start his introduction today. We're going to see the Hakdama. We're going to get it going, see the Ramchal's Hakdama, and uh, we spend a couple days on the Hakdama and then get into the Sefer properly, which means we still have a few days left to scour the farm stores of Lakewood to see if there's any remaining copies of Derech Hashem, Rabbi Sai. have not yet been snatched up by the members of the CBS community Kyle of Summerton, Philadelphia, that we still have another day or two to get a safer. Um, I, I think, uh, I think uh, Yiddy said he was going to be making a trip into Lakewood. If he hasn't done so already, maybe he'll do so again. There must, there's definitely going to be a mitzvah man who's going to be going to Lakewood who will take orders. Did I just see uh, a volunteer? No, we no, just no, saw no, a volunteer. No, no. I mean, Thank you very orders. much. He will take orders. Um, and let's get going. Here, here we go. Rabbi, say Hagdaba. Dr. Amchal. 
When we read the words, we'll see immediately how he writes differently. Who remembers Mesut Sharm? How long ago was it? Was it a year and a half ago? We were doing Mesut Sharm. We finished about a year and a half ago. So you see immediately how he just how versatile the Ramchal is. He's versatile not just in terms of the subject matter, but in terms of his writing style. The style is a very different style. How he writes here. Yisrael Yediyas Hadvarim Amaskoynes Chelkeim Kefi Machlokoysam Vesidre Yachaseim. The advantage of knowing something categorically, or in organized fashion, and seeing how it plays itself out categorically, according to all the different subjects and topics, and the relationships between all the topics and the subjects and the categories, as opposed to learning something, pursuing knowledge, pursuing a branch of wisdom, without seeing all the various categories and subcategories and, and, and relationships between all the categories, how they interact with one another, so learning in an, basically what the Ramachal is saying, learning, learning in an organized, structured form, as opposed to learning in an unorganized, disorganized, unstructured, chaotic form, kiyisroin is like the advantage of what? Re'iyas ha'gana mahudar ba'arugaisav, u'meyupa b'mesiloisav, u'beshurais matoi, is like someone who is able to admire a, a um, garden, a, a um, beautiful cultivated garden, which great care was put into, all the, the, the rows and the sections and the, the uh, areas is planted in a very beautiful, organized manner. You have the grapes over here and you have the, the pomegranates over there and you have the, here's the, you have the, the roses and here you have the carnations. Sing a garden like that. As opposed to seeing a wild, overgrown forest just with, with growth everywhere and everything. All the different, you know, just something that's growing wild, unattended to, haphazard, and and um, every type of <clears throat> planting, all the flora, each one running into the uh, the other one, all overgrown and intermingled and intertwined. Says the Ramchal, learning in an organized, structured form, <coughs> as opposed to learning without organization, without structure, without seeing the relationships between the the various components of the branch of, of knowledge that I'm pursuing is like the guy who sees a beautiful, organized, structured, sectionalized garden, or just random, someone who went to the, to, uh, <coughs> to, uh, to the um, garden section of Home Depot, bought a whole bunch of packets of seeds, and just ran around, just sprinkled, throwing seeds everywhere, and just let everything grow in, in, in a whole, in a whole uh, challenge, in a whole mishmash. It's an interesting muscle. Right away, we, we do understand that, like, you know, all of us, when, when, when we see something beautiful, organized, structured, and we see um, <clears throat> something that, that, that is well cultivated and put together, we, we, we all know that we, we, you know, you can stop and stare at something like that for a very long time. And it's pleasant to the eye and it's soothing and it's nice to look at it. It's, it's, it's something that draws us, that, com- that, that, that cap- captivates us. And we all know that when you see something that's in complete disarray, totally overgrown, it, it's, it's something that we recoil from. We don't like to look at it. It doesn't capture us. It doesn't captivate us. So, so on the surface, the muscle seems to be one of, of um, you know, uh, practicality, something that we relate to. There's definitely something deeper going on in this muscle about, you know, the, the nice organized plant a garden as opposed to the other one. 
um, and we'll return to the Moshe in a moment. But the Ramachal is getting at a, a basic idea, which is how a person approaches learning. And he's not even necessarily talking about learning Torah yet. Obviously, this definitely applies to learning Torah. But he's talking about learning any branch of knowledge, any branch of wisdom. And, and, and certainly this applies to Torah. So the Ramchal is going to explain himself. And, and again, what's he, is he setting up for us? The difference between learning in a structured, organized um, manner in which we see the yachas. He said that the relationship between all the component parts and the subjects and learning in a disorganized manner. Explains the Ramchal. Ki amnam. Tzir chalakim rabim asher loy noida kishoram umadregosam amitiyosam bevinin hakal murkav mehem when you learn something and, and, and you encounter a lot of different topics and a lot of different ideas and a lot of different points, but you don't know how each one affects the next, you don't know how they all link together, you don't know how this one is connected to that and how this one relates to that and how this one affects that. When that encounters and tries to, uh, to, try, tries to uh, work itself together with the seichel, the human mind, the intellect, which has a thirst for knowledge. Our mind, which thirsts for knowledge, this becomes burdensome. This becomes something that is wearisome. It's wearisome, burdensome, and it, it, it is um, something that is, is very dissuasive to us, to, to per, it dissuades us from pursuing it. it. It's something that, again, disorganized knowledge <clears throat> to the mind which thirsts for knowledge, is something that the mind finds to be a burden. It's something that a person is working and working and working, and he just gets tired out and weary, and there's no nachas, there's no satisfaction. Explains the Ramchal further. As I encounter each bit and piece of knowledge, as the mind encounters a piece of knowledge, the mind wants, thirsts, to know it fully, to know it with clarity. A person is unable to, to, um, have, to do that successfully. Why? Because he doesn't see the bigger picture, he can't see how it connects to everything else. When he is learning it in, in a haphazard way, Shahari Adavar, to a large degree, a large part of the identity and, and in the, the setup, the form, and the setup of any part of knowledge, is how it relates to everything else and how it is, what, what, what position it occupies in the greater picture of this is something that he is, is lacking. When he doesn't see the bigger picture, when he doesn't see how everything interacts with everything else. Turns out that it, it, it backfires. His very thirst of knowledge is going to wear him down. And his very interest in, in enlightenment is going to be his own worst enemy. It's going to be this insatiable thirst and it's going to now be, it's going to cause him discomfort. <coughs> it's going to cause him pain. He's not going to have any manucha.
Here, let's stop for a moment. Let's stop, come up for air, just digest what the Ramchal just shared with us. It happens to be the Ramchal is sharing with us very fundamental ideas, and not just things that we need to know going into Derech Hashem, but things we need to know going into life. And, and what he's sharing with us is actually one of the biggest banes of the Bachrim, the bane of the Bachrim. And um, Yeshiva guys encounter this problem all the time. Bachrim, Avrechim, and Yom Golayit as well encounter this problem all the time. Anyone really encounters the problem. The Bachrim don't have a monopoly on this. Anyone that sits down to learn anything can theoretically encounter this problem. The Ramchal is talking about the bane of the Bachr, which is the burden of the book. The burden of the book. When the book becomes a burden. And it says it right there in Russian. Right there. It's the, 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 uh, the burden of the book. And, and let's understand that. There is a phenomenon in which Bachrim, not only when they're in yeshiva, but, but uh, even when they're out of yeshiva, or maybe perhaps better said the other way around, not only when they pursue learning in their post-yeshiva years, but they can even encounter this problem when they're in the yeshiva. And that is a certain la- lack of cheshik, lack of interest, lack of self-motivation, lack of self-motivation in their learning. And... Learning is supposed to be geschmack, learning is supposed to be zis, learning is supposed to be enjoyable. V'harev no Hashem aleikeinu. Tarez Hashem tamim meshivas nafesh. It's something that's supposed to be very enjoyable and very geschmack. And Abacher wonders to himself, like, does something matter with me? How come I don't find it geschmack? How come I don't find it enjoyable? How come I don't find it thrilling, that, that experience that it's supposed to be? And... Specifically, this problem can be encountered in Iyun. In, in Bikiyas, le, it's less so. You, you hear this complaint and you hear Bachram complaining about this, but in Iyun, this seems to be a, a, a big problem, a m- much bigger problem that uh, anyone that approaches learning. Again, it's not just Yeshiva guys who have a monopoly on this problem, and we, it's certainly not Bachram that have this pr- a monopoly on this problem, and, and uh, not married guys either that have a monopoly on this problem. This is a problem that's out there. That's a, it's, a, it's a known problem. I want to learn. I'd love to learn, but I'm just not enjoying this. Okay, I'll just I'll find a way of learning that I enjoy. And so, of course, we have to find a way of learning that we enjoy. Learning has to be enjoyable. But does that mean that um, the le- learning that was not found to be enjoyable is now, uh, you know, is, is, is now to be dismissed? And in my worldview... In my personal approach to life and learning, okay, so that's a learning. Even learning doesn't exist for me anymore because I just don't find it enjoyable. And this is a, this is an oft-heard complaint. And sometimes Bachram forced themselves to learn in, in yeshiva, out of yeshiva, even though they're not enjoying it. And that's definitely not a good thing. You know, forcing yourself to do something that's that that, that you don't enjoy that's certainly burdensome. That certainly we encounter the burden of the book. <clears throat> but what is the right approach then? You know, forcing yourself to do something that's just not working. Not good for anyone's mental health. Ignoring something because it's not working for me, is that also the right approach? Well, it's better than, I guess, having a nervous breakdown, but does that mean that a person's, you know, this area of Torah just doesn't exist for me because I don't relate to it? So Ramchal's giving us a tremendous insight over here. 
and, and this is the insight into understanding again the bane of the Bachar, which becomes the burden of the book. And what is that bane of the Bachar? The bane of the Bachar is exactly what the Ramchal is describing. Why is it that so many people, when they start to, you know, when they get in, 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 in yeshiva and <coughs> out of yeshiva, something they find, um, <coughs> something they find unappealing, something that is, uh, they find dissuading, and therefore they avoid it. The reason is they have trained themselves to allow learning bi'iyun, and sometimes even bi'kiyas can be this way as well, if it happens to be. And then bi'kiyas, learning bi'kiyas becomes something which is very unappealing. But they have trained themselves to allow learning to become an overgrown forest. Their learning has become an overgrown forest. Exactly what the Ramchal is describing. Just throwing a lot of seeds randomly around, scattering them, and letting everything grow into each other. Letting everything become a, a mishkababble and a chalant, and one big ta'aroivus. They've allowed that to happen, and that's an area in their learning development that has been neglected. And that's exactly what the Ramchal is addressing over here. And what, what does that mean, that it's become overgrown, it's become a, a thicket and a mess of branches and brambles and briars, each one just intertwined with the other, like this like overgrown garden that everything, every which way is, is, is uh, just a big mess of different things that are all planted all over the place, each one, um, each one invading the other space, no organization, no structure. But that means when we apply that back to the, the source of this muscle, this analogy, that means that this fellow who's sitting and learning, uh, the Bacher, the younger man, has allowed his approach to Ian to be one of, of um, making lots of hakiras, and you know they can have a very sharpened and and, and refined seichel. They could really be very smart and intelligent, and they've you know sat by amazing, excellent magid shir with towering, towering powers of of of, uh, of lambdas who can split and split and, and hakiras and and uh, you know. <clears throat> You know, you, you think, you know, you think there's only two stodom in that Chakira, I'll show you 18 stodom in that Chakira. I'll show you how, really, you can find more and more stodom, more and more ways of looking at it, and, 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 you know, I'll show you how I found within all the Rishonim, not just Rishonim that, that are, you know, there for each of the basic stodom, there have, have steers in all the Rishonim. And, and, and here he goes, goes a little bit like this side, a little bit like that side. And again, they, they, they've been trained, <coughs> trained in the arts and in, in, the, in, the, in the craft of lambdas in a very, very, very refined way, mamish. And a seichel, which is very sharp, a seichel, intellect, powers of intellect, which have been wedded um, to, to razor, razor, uh, sharpness. That's on the one hand. On the other hand, what we're lacking and what, what, what produces this lack of cheshek, this, uh, you know, feeling of, of it's, it's not appealing, I don't enjoy this, I don't like this, is at the end of the day, I have a chakira, you know, I have five sodom of understanding amigu, I have so many different ways I can understand Cheskas Marakama, how I can understand Tfisa, how I can understand all these concepts. But what's going on over here? 
What's the bigger picture? What's the discussion? What does the Gemara want? What are we talking about? How does this all fit in to one bigger unified picture? That's what we're lacking. What you could call the forest view. There's the trees in the forest. So the trees, I can mamish, ah, this is, you know, this, 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 that. There are so many different stadim in Tvisa, in Muchzakas, in, 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 in whatever you want. <clears throat> in how, you know, how, how, how the Petur, the Petur of, 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 um, of, uh, of, 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 uh, Zika works when, when there's a, when, when there's a, a, an Erev in the Bais, so many different stadim. But, okay, but what's going on over here? What's going on? What's the discussion? What's the objective? What's the goal? Where is all this going? And without knowing where all this is going, without knowing what the objective is, without seeing the bigger picture, there's just a lot of chaos. A lot of chaos. And this is the bane of the Bachar. And as the Ramchal himself just pointed out, as we saw this, when we were reading carefully, the greater the intellect, actually the greater the degree that this is unappealing to me. The sharper our minds are, the more we have this, 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 uh, we are averse to learning, uh, sitting on our own, learning being. The more we, our minds are sharpened, the more we have this dissuasion. Why? Because Ramchal said the sharp mind is a hungry mind. And this is such a good, you saw it for life, Rabbi Say. The sharp mind is a hungry mind. Sharp mind is, is, a, is that chalif, is that shechit life, which is razor, sharp, you know, one micron thick, slice through anything. A sharp knife wants to slice. A sharp knife wants to machelis. A knife is a machelis. It wants to be machel. It wants to consume. It wants to eat. It's ravenous. A sharp mind is starving. But the, sometimes the degree to which the mind is sharp, when we apply that to Eon, so I can slice, 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 but I'm still starving because everything is all just mixed up. It's mixed up. And the seichel, for the seichel to be satiated, the Ramchal just told us, for the mind to really be satisfied, the mind needs order. The mind needs structure. The mind needs organization. And when everything is all mixed up, there's no structure, there's no organization, and the mind is starving. That means I can have such a deep and detailed Claire and Chakira as to how Muchzakas works, how Tfisa works, how Cheskas Marakama works, how Migu works, how how um, how how uh, the Might of Mixas works. But, what, what, what's going on with that? Where's that? Where's that fit? Where's where's what's the greater picture? What is what's the objective? <clears throat> what is that a part of? Where is that, all that going? That that one prat as to, uh, you know, does it work this way, that way? <coughs> I know there's so much more, and, and I sense that that's part of some bigger, bigger picture, but I just don't have that bigger picture because I've trained myself to get super focused in the micro. Super, super focused in the micro. And I don't see the macro. I don't see the bigger picture. I don't see how that connects to anything else over here. So I'm left starving. And when I'm left starving, I'm like, you know, it's, it's, I'm not interested because I open up a Gemara, when I've trained myself to do that for too long of a time, I open up for, for an extended period of time, I open up a Gemara, and I see what, even without getting into the Gemara Ashitais, I see right away an overgrown forest. Thanks, but no thanks. What is exactly like? Let's give a mushal for the Ramchaz mushal, Rabbi Say. Mushal Lamad Avr This happens to me on a daily basis. 
you go down into the kids' playroom. You go down to the kids' playroom. I walk down the stairs. I just take one look at what's going on over there. Thanks, but no thanks. Shut off the lights. Tati, you shut off the lights. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Turn around, go right back up the stairs. Walking into the kids' playroom, you see chaos. It's just an overgrown forest, a big mishmash, a big mishkebabble. And, and, and everything's all over the place. You don't see any, there's no, what's the greater purpose in this room? There's, there's no, there's no, there's, I just see lots and lots and lots of disarray. Lots of disarray. When you walk into a, a room that's nice and organized and clean, so here's where the crayons are. Wow, that's so nice. Here's a stack of paper. Here's the books. Here's the puzzles. Here's the toys. Here's the games. Here's the train set. Here's the cars. That's amazing. That's beautiful. I see structure. I see how everything can interact with everything else. When you don't have that, again, you come down and the Monopoly pieces are inside of the crayon box and the crayons are broken and, 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 and with, they're mixed up with the train set and everything's all over the floor and everything's all over the place. And you just run away from that. The mind runs away from that. It doesn't sit down. It doesn't want to sit down and find a, a, a crayon and, 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 you know, ask itself, you know, Ah, what does it say? This color is blue-green. Well, is it blue that looks green or is it green that looks blue? Let's sit and you know, spend a half hour on that. No, I run away from the situation. We're never the scene because what am I doing with a broken <laughs> crayon? At the end of the day, what is this, where does this fit into? It fits into chaos, into disarray. It doesn't fit into anything. I'm not going to start clearing. Is this blue with a tinge of green or green with a tinge of blue? I'm out of here. This is the bane of the book, Rabbi say, And the burden of the book. That's why learning being can become a burden. And, and, and by the way, as we mentioned, even Bikiyas, this can happen. Because when Bikiyas just becomes, you know, line after line after line, running, 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 running. So, so uh, again, what's the bigger picture? What's the, what's the theme of this Amr? What's the theme of this Sugyo? What's the topic of this Perik? What's the topic? What Mesechta am I in? Um, uh, uh, can you remind me? You know, this is, you stop a Bach, cover the top of the Mesechta and ask him which, which Perik he's learning. Cover that top line of the page. What parak are you learning right now? What masech are you learning? It's scary. You put people on the spot like that. But even a bikis, I don't keep track of the bigger subject, of the bigger of the bigger picture, and see how all the ideas are fitting together. There is also a certain indigestion and and, and a lack of a, 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 a attraction appeal that comes from learning bikis as well. Now it happens to be the only there's there's a, compens <coughs> a compensatory element in bikis that okay at least we're making siyumim a lot at least we're finishing so we see we're finishing something we see we're making hadron 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 see I'm turning lots of pages but that's that's just a, a, a compensation sometimes as well for a lack of appeal and we're making up for the innate lack of appeal that every gemara really does have by, you know, the satisfaction, quote-unquote, of making a lot of siyumim. But that's, again, that's tragic. That's not what learning is about. Learning is about arevus. Learning is about vaharivna. So getting back to the Ramchal, getting back to the bane of the Bachar, getting back to the Hakdama, to the Hashem, the Ramchal is telling us right away, right off the bat, that if you want, the mind thirsts, and the sharper the mind is, the more it thirsts. It's hungry. But it's hungry for what? It's hungry for clarity. The mind hungers for clarity. The Ramchal just told us. And he also told us that a large degree of clarity comes from the bigger picture. Seeing how this idea works together with all the other ideas. How everything is part of one whole. How it's one big tapestry. One big unit. One big organism over here. And everything has its place. But everything 
ultimately has an interaction with everything else, what the bigger picture is, what the, what the greater over, overall structure is. And when I have the Isha, Machaneo, Isha, Digloi, how everything fits together into one big structure, the mind loves that. And that gives Nachas, Ruach, satisfaction to the mind when you see the bigger overall picture, the forest taken, and not just the trees. And when, I, when that appeals to me, I, 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 so I, I'm interested in just lingering there. And that's why the Ramchal opened with this mashal about the guy with the, 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 the beautiful cultivated landscape garden as opposed to this wild overgrown forest. Because not even so much, because let's ask a question on that mashal. The Ramchal didn't say that the person <coughs> is interested in, in the beautiful garden because now he can eat from it. He can pluck the olives. He can take down the pomegranate. He didn't say anything about this. He was talking about appeal. Right, everybody have that? What, 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 where do I like to stop and just like look? So I can look at a beautiful, aesthetically pleasing um, garden that the Ramchal described. I can spend a long time just looking at everything, admiring everything. See how the stream runs through, and there's the waterfall, here's the racks, and here's this is there's the ivy, and here's the trees. You could look at everything for a very long time. You really could. But something that's very overgrown and wild and haphazard and chaotic, you have to run away from that. It's all about the appeal. It's all about what, what, what peaks us and what engages the mind. The mind is engaged by greater overall stra- uh, clarity and structure. And when we have that, we're interested in learning. When we don't have that, we run away from learning. That's the, the uh, opening of the opening of the Ramchal. Okay? And, and, and so with this, he is paving the way for the rest of the introduction to the Derech Hashem. But as, as we see, this is such a, 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 a fundamental principle of here. Such a, you saw it not just in approaching the Amuna, the, the Lamdas of Amuna that the Ramchal is going to give us over here, but in, in learning for life, all types of learning that we should be spared, and may we all be spared from the, the bane of the Bachar and the burden of the book. Okay, thank you, Rabbi Yisai. We'll continue tomorrow. Thank you.